world that's cold, thankless, and unforgiving, a new podcast arises to show you how to make the most out of your career. Introducing the Offer Podcast. Offer Podcast. Finally, a podcast that teaches you how to do what you want to do for a living. With guest speakers and founders making quantifiable company-wide impact from iconic startups and Fortune 500 companies. Guest speakers so far have come from New York Life, Google, VaynerMedia, Marketo, Adobe, and more in a wide range of different career paths. Learn how they became successful. We provide actionable advice on how to properly navigate your career. You don't want to miss a single episode of this show, The Offer Podcast. Welcome to The Offer Podcast. This is Brandon Amorgi, your host, Season 2, Episode 6. Today we're going to talk to someone who has asked for some career advice, and I'm sharing my thoughts on career navigation uh, and how to get into the role and the opportunity that you want to when it's been denied you. Uh, so excited for you guys to listen in. Uh, I think it will be good advice for everybody, and you'll be able to at least... Uh, maybe even use that as a grounding point on your career navigation strategy. One more thing, guys. We're going to be hosting bi-monthly resume workshops at our headquarters uh, for the month of February, March, and April. It's open to the public at 6 p.m., 6701 Cole Center Parkway, Pleasanton, California, 94568. Bring your resume. Um, if you if you don't have one and you need one, we actually have a resume builder that you can use uh, to create one. And we'll work with you uh, in person to make sure that you're putting the right information uh, that showcases the best version of yourself on your resume. If you want to use it, you can go to app.juicyblue.net and you can create your resume uh, you can sign up for free. It's app.juicyblue.net uh, to create your resume. Uh, look forward to, to meeting you in person. Hello, this is Brennan. Hey, hey, Brandon, can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Hi. Is this, uh, yes, yes, this is him. How are you How doing? Are you? Good, good. Uh, uh, I'm the, doing uh, good. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, uh, but, uh, basically, hey. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but, uh, oh, yeah. uh basically, I am just, Right now, uh, I work uh, in an inside sales role for my for my company, and I've been there uh, about three years, and uh, things are going well. But it's not a uh, it's not a, a net new role. It's um, it's like a hybrid role because I do the renewals, and then I also do net new sales. And I was trying to figure out. Um, the uh, best way to kind of transition over to uh, to uh, net new sales because at my 
at my company they don't have a they don't have a uh, position open. They actually, they weirdly enough, they got rid of the the inside sales team. They they out outsourced them. So um, I think ultimately I would like to get over to uh, like an outside sales role. You know, like in mm-hmm. you know like in the like an account executive or a or like a uh, regional sales manager that kind of thing. But uh, right now I've been applying for those kind of jobs, and they're all saying that they want more outside sales experience, um, which I don't have as much right now. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just want to just mm-hmm. I, I guess I just want to kind of pick your your brain to see if you think I should try and like stay the inside sales, you know, try to find somewhere and work the inside sales route or if I should try and go the regional sales route. Cause the other, I guess, um, asterisk is, you know, what I'm doing now, I'm, I'm, I'm doing very well. I've made my number, you know, three years over 100%, but since it's on the renewal side, it's kind of um, capped. So um, as far as pay, but uh, if I were to move over to an inside sales role somewhere else, I've tried uh, so far, it's, it's basically kind of like starting at the bottom um, with these other other um, companies in in terms of pay. I mean, and I mean, I understand I may have to sacrifice, but if I don't have to sacrifice, you know, 40% of my pay, then, you know, I don't want to, especially now, you know, being in the, in the Bay Area, you know, married with the house, you yeah. know, can't afford to <laughs> sacrifice that much if I don't have to, you know what I mean? So I just kind of wanted to oh, yeah. see what, see what your, what your on track was and uh, what do you recommend? Yeah, there's, so, so I have a couple of thoughts on this um, and some, uh, some pretty weighted opinions on this too. So happy to share. Um, in my opinion, and, I, and I've been in that exact situation, um, there's okay. really two, two or three ways you want to think about this, right? Because um, okay. um, it's all based on perception, right? Um, when you okay. apply for a job or when you interview for a job, the perception has to be that you can do it. And there's certain lingo mm-hmm. um, and things that are said um, to the hiring manager that prove that you can or can't do the job, right? And so whatever right. the situation is with you, with some of these companies, you know, whether what's, whatever's on your resume, whatever you're saying on that interview, um, you know, in that situation, mm-hmm. there's something that's showing them, you know, I don't have that skill set and I don't feel comfortable, um, you know, pushing him through the ropes of teaching him what to do uh, so that he can be an outside rep. That's what's happening um, okay. you know, in that situation. And so if you, if you can figure out a way to change that perception, um, you know, and, and make them feel comfortable or make them feel that you're a fast learner and that you're, you're a quick study, <laughs> right, and, and that you can right. catch on quick, then you're, you can be given a shot. So that's one avenue. Right. What right. you want to avoid is you don't want to be in a situation where you are hopping from job to job every year and a half. Right. 
um, right. you know, you know, at the same level, right? Not hitting a ceiling, not going, you know, going down, but not going up either. Um, you know, unless that's, unless you don't care about that, but most people want to kind of move up, right. And, and, and make some trajectory. And so you don't want to right. just hop from job to job. What I would implore is, is, if if the perception angle is, is tough, then you should look at it from this angle. Is there a company where, where I can make some real career growth, right? Maybe I have to take the same right. type of role I'm in now, same type of pay, but can I do some sort of an upfront contract with my future employer, with my hiring manager and say, Hey, look, I'm not, I don't want to be a rep forever. Right. I want to be an outside right. guy. Right. I want to be an enterprise guy. Um, you know, right. I want to be yep. closing large, you know, large, you know, multi-million dollar deals, right. Whatever the situation is, that's, that's my goal. Um, and I want to work at a company where the hiring manager is going to help me get there. Right. Are you that person? If you can have that conversation and you feel confident that the hiring manager will take care of you, work with you, right. As long as you put in the, the you know, equal work, right. And, and together right. you can get there and not be pigeonholed, uh, you know, as, you know, as a, you know, as just an inside rep or what, or what have you, then that could end up being a really, really good opportunity for you. And you could get some, you know, promotions and things like that. So those are sort of the two angles I would kind of look at, um, you know, alongside okay. is it a good company for me to work for, uh, you, you know, uh, and, and, you know, and do all the other things that, and then, and then also the product and, and the service. Um, what, what, what do you currently yeah. sell? What do you currently uh, so- sell? Uh, right now, I work in the cybersecurity space. Nice. Uh, okay. So basically, my, my, my company, they, you know, they make software that prevents uh, websites uh, from being hacked or mm-hmm. from uh, shutting down or slowing down due to uh, an increase of traffic. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> but as, as I was saying, my role is more hybrid um, on the on the renewals role so uh, my job mainly consists of uh, not so much working with the actual products but um, working with the contracts that are coming due and mm-hmm. um, I I'm assigned um, a couple of a couple of territories and then from there um, I take a look at the customer's information and then decide if it makes sense to just renew what they have or try and uh, work with the outside sales rep to pitch uh, an upgrade. If there's a, if there's a refresh opportunity there. And um, just, just, just recently now I started to get paid on the upgrades, but um, for the first couple of years, I did not. And the outside sales reps, they, they did get paid on the upgrades, which, you know, which kind of didn't make any sense because we were working against each, each other, you know, where mm-hmm. the outside sales rep doesn't care about the renewal if he can get an upgrade. And for me, if they upgrade it, I wasn't getting paid on it. So, mm-hmm. um, so, um, so now they just recently changed that. So um, I know for sure if I stayed in my 
field that I'm in now as far as cyber security. I mean, I, I know a, a little bit about the technology, but I would definitely have to, you know, study more and, and prepare yeah. myself more if I was to stay in that space. Here's an interesting, yeah, here's an, I've, um, so I used to work um, at a few different companies um, in and around cybersecurity, um, so very familiar on the infrastructure side of the fence and cloud side, Uh, not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, software and some other things that people have, but um, Mm -hmm. um, here's a strategy you might want to take. A colleague of mine, he's, he's a director of sales now. Um, me and him worked at the same organization um, and he was very good okay. at sort of leveraging process, closing deals. He ended up being like the number one rep on the West and oh, he wow. did a very good job of staying in the industry uh, that he was in. And what he would do is he would get good at working at one organization. Then after mm-hmm. a time, um, he would stay in that space in that industry. He would go work at another organization in cybersecurity, um, you know, become top rep there, uh, mm-hmm. then go work for another another company. And like after three or four times, he, you know, you know, and this is over like an eight or nine year period, mind you, right? Yeah. But he mm-hmm. had, you know, he was top rep at all of these different cybersecurity companies that were. <laughs> kind of in direct competition of each other in that sense and just became this very valuable person because he learned how to sell against each of those companies uh, that he worked for. Right. And now he gets sought after, um, you know, you know, working at, you know, at all different kinds of organizations, uh, you know, and now he runs like a worldwide, um, you know, sales team, but our global sales team, I should say. Um, But, but um, it, it, he increased his value, right, by by sort of working and learning the intricacies of other organizations, you know, in that same, you know, landscape. Um, and, and it's enabled him to kind of, uh, you know, push up his career in that sense. Long-term play, right? Um, but something to think about, right, in, you know, in your shoes where, you know, if you get good at a, at a – or you can, you can do that in the same company. It doesn't have to be a different company. Right. If you get right. good at one mm-hmm. product, maybe move to a different product, or or you know get good at a third or a fourth one, right? Um, or a fifth right. service, and then you have these things that you know at like the back of your hand, right? Kind of making you unstoppable in that sense, um, and that right. can you know be very valuable to to a hiring manager at a different company. Okay. Yeah. That 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 makes sense. Uh, yeah, cause that's actually what I've been thinking about too. Cause I kind of feel like I'm not necessarily at a crossroads, but mm-hmm. you know, trying to you know figure out if I want to stay in the cybersecurity um, lane or you know um, or go another route and go another route. Because like you said, that's also some one thing I've been looking at is the actual product. Um, that I, I, I would be selling. I would, you know, perfect world. I would want it to be something that I actually believe in myself. You know, mm-hmm. um, how to make it uh, a lot uh, easier to to sell. But yeah, I like I like that approach. I, I can see why you're 
your colleague is where he is. I mean, at that point, yeah. you know, you can't really deny him if he's the top salesperson against all of the competition, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, you, that, that makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah, when you look at industries, um, I like to look at things from a practical versus a romantic. Uh, versus a romantic approach, um, and 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 you should look at them in both ways, right? So like, like practical means, you know, what what's the product, right? Is it is it exciting? Is it is it something that is it more of a fad, or is there a real need in the in the you know landscape for this product and solution, right? Or a company, right. you know clawing over themselves to get it or is it viewed as a luxury um is it viewed as a nice to have right right if it's viewed as a nice to have or a luxury um you know maybe it just hasn't caught on yet and you're at the cusp of something but it also could mean that it's really really hard to sell and so yes that's the way you want to sort of view this there's a lot of different things in cybersecurity that are, um, you know, that are, that are really, really needed. And then there's some things that are considered nice to have. Um, also depending on how big the company is as well. But that's yeah. the way I would look at, at, at industries and, you know, look for things that are not going to go away anytime soon. Um, you know, cybersecurity is not going to go away anytime soon. But there's a ton no, of different not at things all. you can, yeah, there's a ton of different things you can sell in cybersecurity, right? DDoS protection, right. performance monitoring, yeah. um, bot, you know, bot detection, right? And it goes on and on. Right. Um, you know, just like medical, medical, there's tons of things. There's medical devices, right? There's, you know, in, insurance. There's hospital equipment, right? There's, there's just a ton right, of, right. tons of things in that space. Um, HR, right? There's tons of things. AI, that's an, you know, that's become, you know, a whole, a whole nother realm, right? VR, right? Yeah. So like, there's there's tons of different things out there. You know, look at them. You know, um, not necessarily romantic, like oh, how cool would it be to sell this? But look at like like okay. it's okay for something to be a little boring if it sells and if you're making a ton of money from it, right? Oh um, yeah, <laughs> you know, for me, cloud cloud infrastructure was that was that for me. I thought it was extremely boring, but I said, you know what, every company's moving to the cloud, and every company needs to have this, and so it's not going to be hard for me to sell. Yeah, that that makes sense. Right I mean, on. everyone has to, yeah, especially now since, uh, I mean the hackers if you will i mean they're constantly you know developing and finding new ways to you know break through firewalls and things so the technology has to keep developing as well so uh yeah it definitely isn't going anywhere but i'm not sure i mean it it is it is pretty boring to me too and it's also extremely um <laughs> extremely technical you know you have yeah. to really understand what your uh selling you know yeah. and 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 what it can do in that in that sort of thing but uh 
And I'll be yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. The other thing to look at is look at some of these big companies that have scaled quickly, like Splunk, right? Slack. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. You know, Sumo Logic is another one, um, and they've scaled quickly, right? And look at why right. why did they scale so quickly, right? Why do they just blow up? What you know, they're selling something super technical, right? Why is why is everyone all over that, right? Why are so many companies viewing that as a need? Do that type of research. Um, you know, go to websites like Crunchbase. Um, yes, I, I'm I'm familiar. Perfect, right? You can you can do searches of of companies that have just gotten funding. Um, or have gotten, you know, have blown up over a certain period of time, right? Across different industries, mm-hmm. look up the founders, right? Look up their background, figure out, do I want to work for someone like that, right? There's a lot of different research you right. can, you know, that you can do. Um, so that's that's sort of what I would, you know, um, would recommend um, in your in your situation, and that might help at least you know, help you navigate um, sort of your next steps a little bit um, from where you're at. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that sounds good, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to, uh, you know, try yeah. and take, you know, take that approach and, you know, research, research industries, you know, and not uh, – specifically or necessarily just the position but uh research industries that I could see myself in yeah